Hey there, Watershed listeners. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider making a donation so we can keep doing what we're doing. Thanks. Welcome to Watershed. Happy 2015, and welcome to Episode 6 of Watershed, a podcast about Floridian culture and our changing environment. In just four short months, we've talked to former governors, scientists, conservationists, and artists, not only about the pressures facing the Sunshine State, but about the innovative and inspiring work being done to address them. I'm Anna Hamilton, and I'm so looking forward to filling your year ahead with more of these stories of our quirky and volatile state. We begin our first story of the new year with Bruce Wayne. All right, so I'll get little Bruce out. I didn't name him Bruce. The, the park ranger that actually found him named him Bruce, like Bruce Wayne. Bruce is a baby bonneted bat, one of the most critically endangered mammals in North America. He was found injured in a Miami park and transferred to the care of Dr. Frank Ridgely at Zoo Miami. I'm a wildlife veterinarian by training, but now I'm the head of the conservation and research department here at Zoo Miami. No one's ever rehabilitated a baby bonneted bat, so there aren't any standards for Dr. Ridgely to follow with Bruce. For now, he's improvising, and Bruce is snacking on some plump white waxworms. Can't make fun of the noise I make. And that's his little begging call, or an isolation call, they call it. Bonneted bat you think of as like a jet airplane. They are designed for speed and high altitude flight. They can fly miles up in the air foraging, and their wings are long and skinny, and they're our largest bat species in Florida. Let's see if he'll eat the whole thing for you, or he's just going to suckle on it. He's a baby. Bonneted bats have these big, rounded ears that look like bonnets. One reason they're so rare is that they rely on a pine rockland ecosystem, and there's not much of it left. So the pine rockland, so it's, it's uh, ranked globally as a critically endangered habitat. And, you know, sometimes those words, critically endangered, they get overused. But with the pine rocklands, exaggeration is not the case. This ecosystem once spanned 185,000 acres, but over nearly 100 years of South Florida development, that number has shriveled to less than 2% of the original range. There are still small pockets in South Florida, the Keys, the Bahamas, and Cuba. Pine rocklands are a mixture of a slash pine canopy, scrubby ground layer, and fossilized coral reef. When you walk through pine rocklands, it's hard not to trip over ancient coral jutting up through the ground. A lot of people don't realize that from North Miami Beach all the way down the coast to Homestead, it was this forest. No one thinks of Miami as a pine forest, right? They think of some lush tropical place with palm trees. It used to be this huge forest. Dozens of rare and federally protected plants and animals depend on the pine rocklands. Among many, there's the bonneted bat, Bruce Wayne's family, a butterfly called Bartram's hair streak, and the minuscule tiger beetle, which was thought to be extinct but was rediscovered near Zoo Miami just a few years ago. Uh, You know, they're, they're called tiger beetles not because they look like tigers. They're called tiger beetles because of their attitude. They are like vicious, vicious predators. Not very impressive when you see it out in the wild. Looks like a little... Uh, copper-colored iridescent grain of rice. But when you see a macro photo of it, it looks like some Godzilla creature. 
Of the sparse rocklands left, the area surrounding Zoo Miami is the most biologically diverse of all fragments, meaning there are species that only live in the forests surrounding Zoo Miami that aren't found anywhere else on the planet. And uh, I admit when I first moved here, I didn't appreciate it. So I first got here and I was like, oh, look at that scrubby land around. I'm surprised it hasn't been plowed under (laughs) or developed. I really did. I I was like, I'm surprised someone hasn't developed that, but that's still remaining. And then I... you know, start asking questions and learning about it. And now I've spent years out there and I'm still surprised every time I go out, we see new things, we report new species, occurrences. Uh, We had one this year that is probably a brand new species that's never been described. It's a spider species, is only found in one little spot uh, here here at the property at the zoo. It's, It's hard to imagine it's not even in the Natural History Museum. It has one of the top collections in the world. If there's not a voucher of it up there, then, you know, it'll be quite a discovery. The Pine Rockland property surrounding Zoo Miami is called the Richmond Tract, in reference to the Richmond Naval Air Station that operated there during World War II. It was a blimp base, and dirigibles outfitted with machine guns and tracking equipment patrolled Florida's coast for German submarines. Because it was a federal base, the Pine Rocklands at Richmond were spared from the urban jungle that eventually consumed other Rockland swaths. Today, the tract is mired in controversy. Parts of the property are slated for two separate development plans. One, a proposed apartment and shopping center complex with stores like Walmart, Chick-fil-A, and L.A. Fitness. The other is a 20th century Fox theme park, ironically named Miami Wilds. And it's right in the middle of a habitat that some developers want to bulldoze, pave over, and they're more interested in dollars than they are in maintaining wildlife or maintaining nationally significant critical habitat for future generations. These plans have attracted the attention of many people who aren't happy about them, including Al Sunshine. Sunshine is a retired broadcast journalist in Miami-Dade County, and he was instrumental in forming the Pine Rocklands Coalition. The coalition is joined by the Center for Biological Diversity, the South Florida Wildlands Association, Sierra Club, and other organizations in opposition to the plan developments. Fortunately, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has already designated much of it as a critically endangered habitat and put a number of plants and animals under specific federal listing. So it's not just some neighbors or some local tree huggers saying, wait a minute, this area is special and needs to be preserved. This is also the U.S. Department of Interior. Nearly 30 years ago, the federal government gifted a parcel of the Richmond Tract to the University of Miami for research and education. When a development moratorium expired, they sold 88 acres to Ram Realty, a Palm Beach County developer, for $22 million. According to Ram CEO Casey Cummings, the site offers a unique chance to create a place where people can easily walk from the neighborhood to shops and elsewhere. Ram Realty is working on a conservation plan, which they say would protect and maintain 40 of their 88 acres. Then Miami-Dade County began discussions with 20th Century Fox to develop Miami Wilds, a $930 million theme park. County officials like Commissioner Dennis Moss are enthusiastic about the Miami Wilds initiative. Moss told the Miami Herald that we have an opportunity to create an economic engine and jobs for the community, and that's significant. But ecologists worry that further fragmentation of the Richmond Tract will stress species whose populations have dipped into dangerously low numbers. And to thrive, pine rocklands require regular maintenance, like prescribed burning, 
which gets risky to conduct near houses, theme parks, and shopping centers. Again, Dr. Ridgely. I, I know a lot of environmental issues, you know, they concentrate on one species or the story of a forest or a habitat has one species of focus, like a uh, spotted owl or you know, a little darter out where they're gonna put a dam. And so everything focuses around there. But we're talking about an entire assemblage, interrelated assemblage, an entire ecosystem. You can't walk but a few feet out there without seeing something that is protected. Some of the things and animals that we talk about here at the zoo that we think are endangered and we talk about how endangered they are, there are twice as many tigers in the world as there is Pine Rockland left. There are two and a half times more rhinos. There's four times as many African elephants. Those are things, the key species we look at and go, those are endangered. And this is an entire ecosystem of an assemblage of those things that only that much is left. On Sunday of Martin Luther King Day weekend, over 700 protesters crowd together in the parking lot of Zoo Miami. Many brandish signs reading, save it, don't pave it, and no Walmart. Some wear shimmering pantyhose butterfly wings and cardboard hats bearing a striking resemblance to bonneted bats. They're here to rally against the proposed shopping center and theme park. I think the wind is in our favor. If I had a bet on it, in the end, I would think that we're going to protect these properties. This is Matthew Schwartz, executive director of the South Florida Wildlands Association. He's organized the rally for the Rocklands. But it's not a done deal at all, and it really depends on the community. That's what I think it depends on the most. Nobody's going to help us. I mean, this is something that the South Florida community is going to have to step up and do. We're going to have to show up at the meetings, write, vote do everything we have to do. The South Florida Wildlands Association works to protect habitat, though they usually specialize in pressures facing larger areas, like the Everglades. But Schwartz says every now and then they jump into neighborhood-based fights like this one. It's just such a cool, rare habitat. I mean, there's nothing like this. I mean, look at this. You know, with this coral reef, this is pinnacle rock coming up out of the ground and soil that's virtually nothing and all these shrubs and trees growing on it. It's just magical. And I think that humans need it, uh, but more than that, our very rare wildlife needs it if they're going to survive. We can't lose places like that. We can't give up places like this for some low-paying jobs in a Walmart and a uh, amusement park. It's just, you have to draw the line. We've lost all of it. Uh, but monies could be found to come up with an economic situation where RAM is, uh, RAM is uh, reimbursed for their expenses. And uh, the people of uh, South Florida get a piece of rare pine rocklands. There's not going to be more pine rocklands. I mean, if we lose it, it's forever. It doesn't come back, you know, once you've got a Walmart on top of it. At 2 o'clock, protesters stream down sidewalks, heading from Zoo Miami to Ram Realty's site. The response from traffic is generally positive. Many cars slow beside the ralliers, examine the signs, and honk in support. Schwartz tells me that he doesn't see Ram Realty as the culprit. This is what they do, he says. You don't sell property to Ram Realty, a shopping center developer, and expect them to build a campground and a nature center. Many, like Schwartz, hold the University of Miami and Miami-Dade County responsible. What's galling for the organizers is what's at stake if this globally imperiled ecosystem is developed. What does it say about our state that commercial development is privileged over ecosystem and resource management? More than that, what does it say about Florida that we're even having this conversation? This is Martin Luther King weekend. I mean, I keep thinking about that, that there was a time when segregation in the South was considered okay. It was normal. 
And I think that uh, to some extent, our attitudes about wildlife and habitat need to change dramatically. We need to say that it's not okay to take rare habitat and turn it into a commercial development. We need to have that same, the same negative connotation that comes up when we think about segregation, apartheid. We need to have that with habitat destruction. And if we're going to develop, there's other ways to develop. There's other ways to create jobs than turning natural land into housing and shopping centers. Until permits and plans are approved by the federal government, development of the Pine Rocklands is on hold. As always, I'll put up some links at watershedradio.com so you can follow the proceedings in Miami-Dade County. Our music comes from Felipe Worst and The Soon Another. Thanks for listening to Watershed. I'm Anna Hamilton, and we will see you in February. 